0: Yo, what's up? We're here. Hey, Katie. Hello. We got Thank Katie you. Nipper here, everybody. Ah. <laughs> Great to see- Dude, super good to see you. Where are you yeah. coming from today? Is this your bedroom?
1: This is, this is my bedroom uh, in the house that I moved into at the beginning of this month. So I've been here exactly a month now. So. No way. Yeah. What so part of town are you in? in I'm literally across the street from Belmont, like no directly way. across the street though so.
0: wow that's cool yeah wow i feel like that's like prime real estate especially if you're trying to go to belmont how'd you pull that off that's sick
1: um it just we needed a room filled and i needed a place to live so Who it worked are you out perfectly Do I know um them? i think you know ruth wiggins um she is super super sweet she runs johnny and rue which is like a vintage yes clothing reselling um all super cute and then our other roommate moved in Two weeks ago, I think, um, her name's Ellie and she is a natural transplant from Syracuse. So
0: what? Yeah. Cool. Well, I can't yeah. wait to meet Ellie. That's sick. And that's yeah. cool. That sounds fun. Um, it is fun. we right off the bat need to talk about your, um, would you call it a book? A zine?
1: Yeah, it's more of a zine. It's definitely, it's like 24 pages. So I feel like that's a stretch to call it a book. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yes. Yeah.
0: Quarantimes. Yes. Um, I've seen it on multiple friends. I was just talking to somebody and I mentioned it and they were like, Oh yeah, it's on my friend's um coffee table.
1: Yeah, it, that's uh, one of the coolest thing is like seeing it literally like in the background. Like people like will post pictures in their living room and it'll be <laughs> like in the background and I'm just like, Oh cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's uh such a just like brilliant idea that name is amazing Uh um it's it's exactly what we like for real it's like what we need right now it's like you're making art relating to this time what what can you tell us for those who haven't seen it like can you tell us about the book a little bit
1: yeah um basically i kind of just was in a creative rut as we all were i feel like at the beginning of quarantine whenever it was like really strict stay at home because i'm not not used to doing that not used to having like a lot of free time and so i just like didn't know what to do with myself and i was in like a really just like hard place where it was like i want to be like making something but i have no idea like what to make or do um and then i literally i was driving home and like just the idea like hit me i was like oh like this feeling of like not knowing what to do And, like, all of my friends that are making these cool things happen in this time period, like, that's the idea. And so, like, I basically, like, almost ran a red light because it was just, like, my mind was just, like, oh, my God, like, this is perfect. Um, Because, like, I wanted to try to make something, like, physical just because most of my writing has been online up until this point, which is, like, still super cool. But, you know, it's different when you can, like, hold it in your hands and just be, like, this is this thing that I made um yeah. So yeah, it's basically. I wanted it to just be kind of like a time capsule of like, I guess what is now considered, like early quarantine, because yeah, I guess we're right. still kind of in it. Um, totally it should be, but right. Yeah,
0: yeah. I so. guess we still, we we still should be, and people are still trying to be cautious. But it definitely yeah. like people are now having new conversations, like mm-hmm. that was definitely, and also just like processing it differently. That was definitely, like, a specific time.
1: Yeah, for sure. Because there was, like, that – what everyone thought was going to be, like, two weeks of just, like, okay, well, I'll stay home for two weeks. And that turned into, like, two full months of, like, no restaurants even, like, being open or anything like that. And just, like, two months of, like, at home. And so many people, myself included, were just like, okay, well, what what do we do now? Um, Right. So that's what kind of inspired it because I was like seeing my friends and like people I knew who like whose art I looked up to that were just like still making cool things and I was like that just kind of inspired me and I was like oh let me make something about them making something. So
0: yeah right that's where we're at. Wow okay that's really cool. So uh what what is the zine comprised of? Is it like i don't have my copy yet. i haven't i haven't only like peeked at the copy yet of the future crib house i have
1: have one here to reference um but it's all it's all online um for free as well Well, oh you you can view it online online. yes you can do like a preview of the whole thing because like i would like to make money off of it but also i think it's more important to like have more people like read it just because i think it's cool and i want to like share it with everybody that's um, great.
0: We'll we'll, we'll yeah. post a. I'll post a link in the, you know,
1: Ooh, yay.
0: whatever you call it, yeah. uh, on the YouTube page, and, uh, so people can click that and go there from here and uh, yeah, check it out. That's that's awesome. Yeah, I, I didn't know, know that I it. can check it out. That's sick.
1: Yeah, but yeah, it just has like a couple different. Let me let me read you the table of contents. Um, Please do um,
0: <laughs> for real. Please do. That'd be awesome.
1: Um, I have like a couple of interviews with just people. I wanted to make it more than just like music because like I feel like that's what I focus a lot of my energy on when it comes to like interviewing people or writing articles or things like that um and so I talked to Luke Rogers who is just super talented photographer um and graphic designer which he's been like doing a lot more of lately and just every time I see him do something I'm like blown away and um Hannah Hall too who is also just incredible um they're both so amazing and so nice um and then I talked to um, Jonathan Bailey of Lava Goals, who was, like, when I came to Belmont, he was, like, one of the first, like, um, I think it was a two-boot show, probably. But I just, like, ended up there, and I was, like, wait, this is really cool. Um, no. And so, like, oh, I've yeah. known him for that long, but we were never, like, close friends or anything. It was just, like, the in-passing kind of friendships. Um, and so I, like, talked to him kind of in-depth about, like, what he's doing now. Um, and then I just have like little random things that I was doing to keep myself busy during quarantine. Like, I have a cookie recipe in there that I was baking all the time. <laughs> um, I have like tips and tricks on growing plants and baking sourdough and all of those things that were very specific to that period of time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was just meant to be like a little snapshot of like that weird period of our lives. Yeah. I, hope, I hope it captures that.
0: For sure. Do you, uh, have you thought about making like a second volume or a second zine or has the inspiration gone?
1: I don't know. I think like I really enjoyed the process of creating it. Cause I had the, the whole thing was kind of more of like a learning experience cause I had never used InDesign before, but like one of the things that I did with my graduation money, I was like, I'm going to finally get an Adobe subscription uh, cause I kind of need it. And so I was like, okay, now that, now that I have it, I want to learn how to use all of the software. Um, and so I was like, cool. Like, let's do, let's do InDesign. Like that'll work. And so I mostly did it just to like force teach myself how to use it. Um, and I'm not an expert, but I'm (laughs) a InDesign. So there we are.
0: Yeah. Um, totally. I mean, that reminds me of a conversation I've had with a few different people, including Bryce, um, about, creating and I never really have said this exact thing but I I feel like for me personally the best way for me to learn something like learn an instrument or whatever learn a uh, software is to give myself a creative project yeah I have to like continue to learn these technical skills to use them immediately for that project like I can't just like I've never been the person who just watch like five hours of tutorials online. I'm just like, I'm ready to jump in and, and and I'll learn it along the way. And I really do. Like I feel like a lot of times I feel like I do learn, like, I don't, it's not, I I think it is effective, but I don't know. I
1: feel like that little like trial and error period is what actually teaches you the thing where it's like, you are so stuck on something that you don't even know what terms to Google. Like that's where you're just like, oh god like I have no idea what I'm doing um yeah but then like you eventually just click enough stuff and watch enough tutorials that are unrelated to what you're doing that you're like oh I think I know what that's called now and you can search it and just like oh now I know how to do it and I feel like yeah. that kind of process of just frustration <laughs> stays with you longer um
0: yeah yeah <laughs> that's cool you know I did a. I I had to learn InDesign in high school I was on the uh I was on the Pony Express for uh all four years of high school, my my high school's what is newspaper. That? that was just the name of the newspaper. And nice. I was a uh, a writer and also barely knew how to use InDesign. Oftentimes yeah. would convince the seniors to do it, and then I became the senior and I was the slacker senior yeah. <laughs> and I would just get the it's younger hard. kids to do it. <laughs> like
1: InDesign is really confusing. There are oh, a lot yeah. of things that you have to just like just keep trying and figuring out
0: but it's definitely not sexy it's like it's no. not like uh I don't know sometimes when I'm making music on Logic even the process like feels cool but like uh InDesign specifically is like I feel clunky and when yeah. I'm on there I'm like oh I wish I knew how to use this better yes exactly <laughs> so, um did you learn how to use some of that with uh Belmont Vision did, y- did y'all use InDesign
1: um I think a couple people on staff might have now and then, um, but just because we like weren't a print publication that wasn't something that we like hmm. had to do. My first exposure to it was actually, I interned at the Nashville Edit um, in my final semester, so that got cut short, unfortunately. Um, it's like a... It was founded by um, one of the founders of Nashville Lifestyles, um, so it's pretty similar, but it's just kind of like a lifestyle publication, but it's this really like thick glossy like quality print publication that's like super nice um and so I got to work with them for a little while which was super cool and I was working really closely with their art director and she was like their photographer and their InDesign person and their like web just everything that everyone else was like I don't know how to do this just kind of like went to her and she would just figure it out which was awesome um but I was working on a piece for that and like I had never, I've only written for like an online format where I could just like be like, oh, like it's just long form text. And then you can just insert this video right here and all of that stuff. But to write for like a print magazine, it takes different like skills and a different way to think of it. Cause you have to break it into little bite-sized sections that like look good and fit in a certain place. And so like, Just kind of watching her do that and working with her on that. I was like, this is not sexy, but I want to learn it because it seems really interesting.
0: Yeah. How long were you there? You said quarantine kind of.
1: Yeah. So it was going to be my second semester of my senior year, I guess. Um, And so I was there for from January, the beginning of the semester until I think like the March 15th, kind of when everything like blew up a little bit. And they were just like, yeah, doesn't really seem like the time for a lifestyle magazine to be like producing content. We're not going to tell people what like $300 shoes to buy right now. Like kind of seems insensitive. So wow. they took a little hiatus and they're back now um, and they're great. But yeah.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. I'm sorry that that got cut short. And so you graduated in the spring?
1: Yeah. So I grad- graduated in May. I have my, I have my diploma sitting up on a shelf up you there just didn't, you uh, didn't which is walk. cool <laughs> yeah but at this point it's kind of no biggie because i'm just really happy that i don't have to deal with online classes yeah right <laughs> so i would that, not be good at that
0: i feel for all of the students out there right now it really is a blessing to not be a student yeah. right now um for real that that is a that is heavy um yeah. did, were you a part of the vision for all four years or how, how long were you involved there
1: pretty much well I was only at Belmont for three years so I just like yeah so I graduated a year early oh my gosh Um, I know it's exciting but like crazy (laughs) but that was the thing because originally whenever I was like I worked so hard all through high school and all through my three years of college for this like crowning moment of like walking across the stage and I like don't get to have it and so originally I was just like, so I was like, did I do all this for nothing? Which like obviously isn't true because I still have diploma. I still have all the yeah. experience that I got. But for a while I was like, God, like this just feels like nothing. And then now I'm looking back on it and I'm like, you know, I did. I did get out at a really good time. Um, yeah, right. So I guess everything happens for a reason. So
0: totally. Yeah. What's your what's your major? What was your major?
1: I did communication studies and then journalism was my minor
0: cool okay cool yeah that's right um so was that something is that what you knew you wanted to get into like coming to Belmont
1: I knew communication studies because I came to the conclusion that that was one step up from undecided because um, <laughs> basically you can like you can take the skills that you learned there and work in any industry um you're kind of doing the same job but you can work in like any environment that you want you can do social media you can do their like communication um internal and external just like every every company needs help with that no matter what their sector is right um and then I took a couple journalism electives and I really liked it so to answer your earlier question I started with the vision the second semester of my freshman year as a new year's resolution because I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna write one story and I was like okay cool I like it
0: wow okay cool so your interest in journalism kind of came to you near the beginning but in your in your collegiate uh Mm -hmm. time period what when uh in high school or even before that did you have an interest in writing or like creating in that way yeah
1: yeah I mean I definitely I knew as far as like writing uh words came pretty easily for me so I was like okay this is something I'm good at that I, I like doing but I didn't really have any experience doing that and so the first journalism the first class I actually took at Belmont like the first first day of classes the first one on my schedule was media writing um, and it was hard like it was really hard but I really liked the challenge of it so yeah, and, that does, sound, yeah. That does
0: sound challenging um, what, what was your what was your position with uh, with the vision were you just writing mainly
1: um, I started just doing a little bit of writing and then they were like, hey, we really like you being in the office. Do you want to be a copy editor? And I was like, sure, yeah. And then they were like, you know, you write a lot of arts and entertainment stories. And our arts and entertainment editor is leaving for a semester abroad. And so they're like, do you want to do that? And I was like, yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I would like to do. Um, so, yeah, so I did arts and entertainment. And it was really fun.
0: And then they were like, you should go get the scoop on space prom.
1: Yes. <laughs> Literally, like we, I think the way that came about, I'm pretty sure all of us in the office had already like bought tickets and we were like, I wonder how we can like make it into a story so we can like do something fun with it. Wow. Um, yeah. And then we ended up in Johnny's basement, Johnny's parents' <laughs> basement. And then we ended up at Space Brown. And now here we are now.
0: I feel like you barely ended up in Johnny's basement. You were like, for years, can I come today? Can I come to this? And I was like, come to this party. And you are like, I'm not going to come to a party. When is a good time to interview you? Yeah. I'm like, everybody's here.
1: <laughs> it was a good time. Looking back on it now, I was very, uh, business first at the time, just cause I was like, I want it to be so good. Cause I think that was the first video I like produced. Yeah. So yeah, I do, I do
0: remember y'all were pretty like, uh, I was, I was afraid that we had, that I had gone beyond my, uh, moral, uh, guidelines I thought I had maybe been too mean to y'all I was like definitely like teasing <laughs> y'all. I was trying to make y'all come out of your shell and I was like being goofy and I was like man I hope I didn't like make hurt their feelings or like wasn't too mean to them
1: <laughs> no you could never I can't imagine you like hurting someone's feelings it was honestly it's just hard like organizing it was so much harder than actually doing it like once we were there it was just like oh we're just like hanging out because I think because I hadn't <laughs> met you before so I wasn't sure like I didn't know about your personality at all and I was just like oh, I keep like keep trying to set up an interview with this guy and he just like invites me to a party every time. Which <laughs> just like cool. Um, but that's actually that's actually how I met Bryce was because Joe was like yeah freezes is like that. I'm gonna give you Bryce's number. He's the most organized person I know. Um,
0: so here we are. Dang, <laughs> <Thank> Joe.
1: <laughs>
0: I didn't know that. That's so funny. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, yeah, because I do remember Bryce being like, being like, hey, Katie's trying to get in touch with you. I was like, oh, yeah. well, I already have her number. I don't know what's going on. Um, that's pretty cool. That's yeah, That's pretty cool. So wait, was that time in the basement, the first time you met Bryce? Mm-hmm. Wow. For yeah. those listening who don't know, uh, which means you must not know Katie very well, but uh, <laughs> maybe you're just a part of the fun zone uh, cult. Yeah. And you, uh, you're curious, uh, Katie is dating Bryce Dubray of the band Future Crib, also of my touring band and, you know, band in general helps with recording and everything. And yeah. as well as Kelsey Abbott and countless other projects. I talked to him about a week ago on this uh, very show and it was a really yeah. cool interview getting to talk it to, was. to Bryce. But that's crazy that y'all met through that experience did uh can I ask you just like a few questions on that or I'm just kind of curious how y'all met through that because I know cool. you came to that <laughs> you came to Johnny's basement where we were recording and we did that interview but beyond that how did y'all meet or like get to know each other through that
1: um through space I mean prom? yeah space from just birthed a romance I guess <laughs> um yeah no we like we literally That interview happened, and then we didn't see each other or talk to each other for, like, months. I think I think until, like, that summer. Um, And then I was going to more of your shows because I was like, this dude is so fun. Like, I love his live performances. I want to go to these. And then it just happened that every time we would be, like, hanging out, Bryce was always just kind of, like, the easiest person to talk to. Um, Yes. And he's, he's like that with everyone, where he's just, like, so... Warm and friendly and welcoming. Um, and I was just like, that's really cool. Um, so it didn't start as like a romantic thing at all. It was just like, this guy's really nice to talk to. And whenever I'm like at a party or something, and I don't know where to stand or like who to talk to, I can just like come back to this person, and it yeah. feels comfortable every time. Um, True. Which little. I think he's he's good at doing that for everyone, which is awesome. Um, yeah. But yeah, and then that's so. Then cool. we got coffee where'd y'all go
0: what what coffee shop oh
1: portland brew obviously oh <laughs> the only the only classic. answer yeah, so
0: it's yes it's the best uh the best place to meet someone really absolutely um, um that's so yeah. cute that's so cool yeah bryce yeah. i will say yeah like somebody who works as hard as that dude it's amazing that he also has a capacity like anytime there's like an after party or there's like a anything Bryce's like yeah i'll be there and then he comes mm-hmm. and he like actually is like the most engaged with everybody and like yeah it's just like so sweet to everybody it really is like a pretty rare quality especially in somebody who's like worked so hard
1: (laughs) yeah I think he he's really good at like valuing like he knows when he has to say no to that kind of stuff um yeah I think he just values the people there so much that he knows that like okay I'll go to this thing and I'll have a really good time and I'll get to like Reconnect with my friends and like be super present in that moment, and then I'll stay up until like two to mix something else.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Wow. Yeah, him and Johnny both are able to like push themselves like that. It's pretty, uh, pretty remarkable. Um, yeah. Especially, and they're both like still in school, bouncing that. What What is a uh, post grad life looking like for you? Are you uh, Are you working anywhere? Like, what are you up to these days?
1: Um, it's pretty weird. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, it is. Weird. It's probably the weirdest time to be post-grad um mm-hmm. right now i'm working part-time at a boutique in the green hills mall no way. Uh, which one <laughs> it's called evereve it's like by the uh container store cheesecake factory entrance yeah right next to kate spade um but yeah so i'm just i'm just a stylist there but it's like really fun like i think this is the most fun that i've had with like a part-time job um, yeah that sounds awesome wait what yeah. do
0: you do what exactly do you do there
1: So, I mean, we do, like, cash register and, like, normal, like, retail stuff. But we also – people come in and, like, the whole goal of this company – like, they started in Minnesota, I think. um, But the whole goal was, like, the founder, like, went shopping for the first time after having a kid. And, like, her body was way different than what it was before. So she didn't know how her jeans fit her anymore. Hmm. And she had her kid in in the stroller just, like, crying the whole time just in this dressing room, just this disaster experience of just, like, nothing is fitting, I feel horrible, my kid is crying, I'm in a hurry, and she was, like, she left that experience and was, like, I never want to do that again, Um, and so the stores now are, kind of, like, an answer to that, where all of the, the stylists, me, are, like, trained on body type and size and fit and all that kind of stuff, and so we know how to, like, dress certain body types in a way that will make them feel good and look flattering and just pull clothes that we think people will like based on their lifestyle so it's really fun to just have like a mom come in and just be like i don't know what to wear and we'll just be like try this and she'll be like i love it um
0: yeah right but yeah it's really fun that is really fun are you wait what about the problem with kids do you guys like is there like a kids zone or something
1: there is there's like a little there's like a little fort. Like, in the store. No way. Um, and, like, just because of everything going on right now, not a lot of people are, like, going shopping with their kids right now. Right. But today, oh, my God, today there was this little, oh, <laughs> uh, he was, like, this two-year-old. He had this beautiful curly blonde hair. Um, he, he looked like one of the Pope children, but blonde. Oh. Beautiful children. Say no um, more. We understand.
0: <laughs> the beautiful
1: kids. So, so cute. He comes riding in on this little wooden bicycle, like, comes from the mall, just, like, into the store and just, like, stops in front of, like, the jewelry display and just drops the bike and runs away. And I was just like, hey, (laughs) like, you're really cute. What are you doing here? Where are your parents? And they, like, followed in right after him. And they were like, what are you doing? But he was so cute. Um, So hopefully when COVID is not as much of a thing, a lot more moms will bring their kids in and we can like bring them toys and goldfish.
0: Yeah, right. That that's cute. When is covid yeah. going to be over, Katie?
1: What, um, is, what is
0: your what are your people saying at your uh, at your job?
1: <laughs> um they're all simultaneously saying tomorrow and never.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: right. So, that's like that's the only answer that I can come up with.
0: Uh, I think that's pretty accurate. I think yep. uh my uh, Lee the guy who book, helps me with booking told me mm-hmm he said that we would think about it again in March. Like that was, just, obviously it's just a nothing answer, but like, yeah. at the same time, I was like, okay, well, it's interesting yeah. to hear. There so are no real hear answers hear right now. Think no about one knows. it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Are you, uh, so with, uh, in terms of like creative projects, now that you've done quarantines, are you working on anything else new? Or do you have like any type of like, even like a daily habit or like something you're just trying to like, do more when it comes to writing and creating?
1: Um not particularly. Mostly most of my effort is going into like cover letters um, for full time jobs because
0: I oh, very whoa. much need a full time job still. So. No joke. Yeah. Oh <laughs> um, for real. So you're you're trying to find a, a a a different job.
1: Yeah. Cause as much as I as much as I like this one, um I know that they would be able to like put me on weekends if I found a cool job. And yeah. oh I have an exciting secret to share that um, what? I'm going to regret saying if I don't get the opportunity. A fun zone
0: exclusive secret premiere.
1: I'm going to be I'm going to be hearing back from iHeartRadio this week potentially. No way. <laughs> Are you serious? Uh, um, yeah, it's just like a copywriter position, but that's what I've put some effort into lately and all of my hopes and dreams into lately
0: whoa okay so what does that mean what is a copyright copywriter is that what you said
1: yeah so um, basically just doing like social media copy like the text that goes along with like a social media post for different iHeartRadio um stations and then
0: no way writing,
1: like 30 and 60 second ads for different things um so yeah it sounds super fun just Because like that's kind of exactly what I'm looking for at this point in time. It's just kind of doing little little blips of writing um, and doing it for a company like that and being surrounded in that atmosphere. But I also don't want to get my hopes too high because I don't want them to come crashing down.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Words. So you've applied for it and you think you might land it. Or do you have have they talked to you about? I had
1: a first interview and then I had a copy test where they basically were just like. Yeah, right. It's like a 30 second ad for like this fake client. Um and I was like, Cool, oh, got it. Um That sounds scary.
0: Yeah. Is that easy it's, for you?
1: Yes, it was nerve wracking because I was like, a 30 second ad is like five sentences. <laughs> and it's like yeah. how do I how do I put everything that I want into like five second like a thirty second ad? But that's kind of the whole that's the whole point. It's just like, well, this is what we got, make it good. So Wow we'll
0: see. <laughs> That's a really interesting job. I didn't realize that people did that. So like that, yeah. you would, like I mean, obviously that exists and somebody has to, to do it and or mm-hmm. gets to do it. And I, I just, I guess I didn't know that phrase copywriter. And so you'd be yeah. working specifically with social media,
1: social media and like on air ads and stuff.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's, wow. it's
1: crazy being being on LinkedIn constantly like I am um, just finding out about all of the jobs that exist um, there's one that I did not apply for um, actually two one was doing communications for uh, one of the world's leading animatronics companies um, that just happens oh. to be in Nashville um, so if anyone's looking for a fun job writing for an animatronics company there you go no it's on LinkedIn
0: wait wait what is this company <laughs> called?
1: Um, I don't remember. I can, I can see it's the funniest part was that in the job description, they were like, we were like the leading puppet company. And then the world changed and we became the leading animatronics company. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> maybe not goodness. the leading, but one of the world leading.
0: Dude, we got to um, look this up. What is go- what are you talking about? I this have, sounds so cool. And this is in Nashville.
1: Yes. Um, Ah! I think this is not like don't quote me on this because I don't actually know but do you know how at um, the graduate at that new hotel downtown where everyone posts photos with like all the pink stuff and the giant Dolly Parton bust.
0: <laughs> oh, okay yeah.
1: Yeah so that's the upstairs restaurant. The downstairs is called like the something watering hole where you can do karaoke, like karaoke with An animatronic backing band where there's like a beaver that plays a banjo um, as your backing band while you play karaoke. So I think my hypothesis is that this company did their animals. Maybe.
0: Whoa. I I did not even know that existed. (laughs) I don't even know what you're talking about. I didn't know I could play music with an animatronic band in Nashville.
1: Yeah. It's like brand new, it just reopened. What? Yeah. It's at the graduate.
0: I'm going tomorrow.
1: <laughs> like, All right, let's go. <laughs>
0: so I actually actually love uh, animatronics. It's actually like I've kind of – I'm not – I'm passionate about it. I think it's a really cool art form. Uh, just to, as a side yeah. note, I, I, I think it's really cool, and it's expensive, so it's hard to yeah. get into, and it's hard to uh, – and it's just confusing. And in a lot of ways, it winds up only being used in a corporate ways with, like, Chuck E. Cheese or, like – Yeah. Uh, like, Disney World or something, um, mm-hmm. but Aaron, there's a guy named Aaron Fletcher, and he's actually the one who started the animatronics at Showbiz Pizza that eventually were all bought and turned into Chuck E. Cheese. And oh. I've watched like a ton, like documentaries on this guy. <laughs> he is the most fascinating dude, and I just think, I just thought his life. I mean, he's still alive and doing well, but I just thought his career seemed so cool. He would like, basically, was like writing scripts and like programming these robots and like creating writing songs for them to perform and i was just like this sounds like one of the most creative and exciting endeavors i
1: mean yeah when you put it that way definitely but this is like this is a side to you that i did not know existed animatronic (laughs) freeze
0: (laughs) yeah i think it'd be so cool one day uh if i was like gonna playing arenas to have like a have animatronics on stage <laughs> yeah
1: my immediate um, thought is yeah. just like the the Bucky's beaver just like make an animatronic form of him and just put him in every Bucky <laughs>
0: yeah that, oh man perfect that, <laughs> you know I love or just Bucky. or just one for yourself you know I love Bucky <laughs> <laughs> um Bryce put Bucky in my car and I didn't know it and he buckled him in so I was just driving <laughs> home and I looked over and there was just a Bucky like puppet Sitting strapped in, just like sitting there next to me, it was yeah. uh, it was alarming and comforting at the same time.
1: <laughs> I have been I have been woken up to Bucky before, just like.
0: <laughs> Dude, it Bryce happens. and Bucky communicate in like some sort of a. They use a different language. It's it's very special watching. He Bryce. has a voice for him. Yeah, Bryce is like uh, he's like Mister Rogers. If you've watched like yeah. the movie or documentary, <laughs> I feel like Bryce could like handle conflict through. Uh, this like mediator. <laughs> um, that's so funny. Anyway, that's totally. Uh, Way off, off topic. <laughs> it's off topic, but it also is funny because where are you? What city did you grow up in? Is Orlando? From, um,
1: I say a lot of different places. I'm from Lake Placid, Florida, um, which is like if you threw a dart at like the nothingness that is central Florida, <laughs> we are like the direct middle of it. Um, so literally like two hours to Orlando, two and a half hours to Tampa, uh, two hours to Fort Lauderdale, three hours to Miami, which was cool because I got to go to all those places growing up. But also if I wanted like Chick-fil-A or something when I was younger, I would have to drive an hour and a half.
0: <laughs> oh man. Wow. So. you're Wait, well, is it a pretty small population or is it like suburbia or is it like the no. rural?
1: It is rural. It is like farm um we, we're the caladium capital of the world um the w- what caladiums they're a type of like flower not they're not even flowering but they're like a they're like a really pretty like ground cover plant their leaves like they just grow in a stalk and their leaves is shaped like a heart and like oh. it just has like reds and greens and pinks on it and that's our claim to fame um, we have that and oranges Cute. and cows <laughs>
0: wow. And a clown college. A a clown college? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Um, Why is Florida like the way it is? It's
1: quite an eclectic place.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Did you, you like, growing up there?
1: Um, At the time, no. And now, (laughs) not really. (laughs) But I can can appreciate it a little bit more now. Because it is, like, I will say with a small town like that, like, that is a really great place to raise kids. Just because there's – no danger per se um like everyone like it's such a small community that everyone's like looking out for each other Hmm. so like the flip side of that while you're growing up is you can't do anything without the entire town knowing um right right. but in your parents minds that's a wonderful thing so
0: totally. Totally. yeah yeah that's cool uh that makes sense that is kind of a catch catch point to you there uh how did You discover Belmont, or what? In like, what interests you in moving to Nashville?
1: Um, I got promo stuff from Vanderbilt first. Um,
0: Really?
1: Yep. And my mom and I, so my mom's whole side of her family are from like the Northeast, like Boston suburbs, kind of, a lot of New Hampshire, um, some in Maryland, and we have a cousin of mine like lives in Virginia and so almost every summer or like every other summer my mom and I would just drive from central Florida to Massachusetts and like stop a bunch of places along the way um so yeah so that was like our little mom-daughter tradition that was like our vacation every summer It was like visiting family along the way um
0: that's an incredible drive that is like it's
1: it's quite the drive it's a lot of driving oh
0: my Um, goodness (laughs) even getting out of Florida is a drive
1: Oh yeah, from where from where we are it's like a good 5 hours to hit Georgia.
0: So what was the name of the um, town?
1: Lake Placid, Florida.
0: Okay, let's see. And, and you were <laughs> driving to Boston? Do you know how long that was?
1: Um, we split it up into like a couple of days and we would go like as far as we needed to to get to like the next relatives house. But cool. I think normally we would do we would set aside like two to three weeks to do the drive how many miles is it if you're looking it up
0: uh let's see okay from lake placid to let's just type in boston
1: yeah we actually went north of boston
0: Um, (laughs) every summer that's really special like every other summer yeah it's uh 1384 miles and we did double that
1: (laughs) we did all of those drives up and back in the Kia Soul that I drive now.
0: No way. <laughs> yeah, that's why wow. I
1: love my car so much. Yeah. Yeah. Right. She, she keeps kicking. She's a tank. I love her. Um,
0: uh, do you drive back to Florida very much?
1: Uh, not anymore. I think the last time I drove in my car was spring break my freshman year, and then I, I think I got into an accident on the way back. Um. Or no, my yeah. tire, my tire blew up in Atlanta, um, and it was really scary, because I was on, like, an exit ramp, like, just oh in the goodness. middle of Atlanta, um, so that was super scary, and then I was like, yeah, I don't think I want to drive anymore, um, I want to keep my car in really good shape for the next, like, probably five years, because I love it, and I want to drive it forever, um, yeah, right, so the last two times I have been down, we drove Bryce's car, um, and took cool. turns driving, which is nice to just split it up, yeah, but, Yeah. But yeah, I got to, got to Belmont because the summer before my senior year of high school, my mom and I made it into like more of a college road trip than a family road trip. And so we stopped in Nashville and I was like, yeah, I'm going to live here. Like we, we saw other places after and I was like, nope, I'm, I'm going to live in Nashville. It's really cool. The people are all super nice. The Music is great. um, Because that was something I cared about a lot, like, in high school, but just didn't have the access to. Um, Yeah. And, yeah. And then Vanderbilt rejected me. And then I was like, hmm, I'll apply to Belmont then. (laughs) And I got in. But then then when I did tour Belmont, um, like, it just felt like a better fit. Just because it was a little smaller, a little more manageable. And, like, the thing that stood out was that people held doors for each other at Belmont. Um, which I had never seen at any other college tour is just like, not like the tour leader, just like a random student would just like hold doors for everyone walking in, which is super Mm. cool.
0: So you just felt like that, that tiny thing, like people holding doors, you sensed like this greater feeling of just like generosity or like community through that?
1: Yeah, I think so. Just like, I don't know, Vanderbilt is huge and- it really is really really rigorous um and I think I came to realize that's not exactly what I wanted from like my college experience like obviously I want challenging academics but I don't want to be a slave to my degree um yeah I don't feel like I was that at all so was cool and then legitimately every person I met at Belmont is just such a special sweet person so
0: yeah you have you have good like do you feel like it was a really good place and a formative place for, to begin your, like, time in Nashville and just, like, a good chapter of your life?
1: Yeah, definitely. It was kind of like the landing pad. And as I – as Nashville became home a little more, like, I started branching out beyond Belmont, obviously. But that was just such a nice place to start with, like, a core group of people. Um, so yeah.
0: Yeah, right. That's really cool. Do you Do you perceive yourself, like – staying here for a little while longer? Or do you have other places you're interested in moving to?
1: Um, right now, here is, like, the, here is the place. So, but I don't know. I would, um, I would like to see other places in the future. And potentially, like, I would love, I would love to work in a job where I would be, like, on location for a project for, like, six months to a year. And then have, like, a home base here
0: yeah
1: um or like a job here where i would travel a lot because that's just something that i really like doing that i obviously haven't been able to do lately um yeah. but yeah but it's really cool to just like i feel like nashville like 100 feels like home at this point which is really cool because i've only have i've only actually been here for like three years but i feel like i've like kind of cemented my place here which is fun
0: yeah right it's a really good place to be it's definitely yeah. i definitely like see myself staying here for it kind of a similar way. Like I, I like to get my kicks traveling, but I don't really feel like yeah. a desire to like live anywhere else. And when I think about, there are other cities that I've like thought about, but I never just like I've, I don't know. I've never felt drawn to anywhere else. Is like in terms of like living there.
1: Yeah, you know? Austin is super interesting to me, but I've never actually been. That's just from what everyone tells me about it.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> Bryce and I have had some good memories there. Nice. Yeah, that's um, that would be really cool. Have you ever thought about uh, going out on like a tour with a band, <laughs> like with Future group or something for a few days?
1: <laughs> I think that would be so fun, but I would also need to feel like I was there for a reason. Like I would, I would need a job. Yeah. In that like context, like even you if I was want doing to just
0: like be along for the ride, you'd be like, okay, yeah, to like, get involved here and Exactly,
1: because then I'm just like, no, I'm just like taking up a seat (laughs) um I'm just I'm just making the van heavier and like increasing gas costs like let me (laughs) let me do something (laughs) but yeah once once I can figure out um even if it's like if I get better at like photography maybe because that's something like I like shooting shows and I've done that a little bit in the past um but I'm by no means an expert um I also don't have my own camera I would always borrow the visions so that's step
0: one (laughs) yeah right I've gotten into a little bit of that too like I've taken pictures on a couple tours like of other bands when like that when we're on tour and um particularly I went on a tour with Future Crib and I got to take pictures of Future Crib every night and uh it's really fun it's really fun yeah I I find photography to be like pretty fun I think the worst part to me was like editing and Mm. editing every day like I just I Being liked shooting about like, it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, dang, I took like a hundred pictures and mm-hmm. I like like 10 of them. And even that's going to take me like
1: to you forever to time. go through all
0: of them. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It, it is grueling. And my friends who are photographers, I have so much respect for their like coffee shop grind. They're always like, you yeah. want to do a coffee shop. My photographer friends are. they are sitting there for like
1: eight hours. And it's like, how do you like, I can't even imagine sitting there for that long, looking at such small details and still like, being able to see when i stand up
0: <laughs> yeah right but it's totally. crazy i remember uh, i ran into daniel chaney like two three years ago at a coffee shop and he was like yeah i'm trying to come up with this idea where i could like create these this like custom preset that could like make all editing easier for people uh mm-hmm. and and it, he kind of launched that inter- and marketed it as like a instagram or like a a Lightroom like preset I don't know have you seen that
1: yeah 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 there's That's a girl so at bad. Belmont who I did not know personally um but she made and sold presets and was making like 10k a month I,
0: I think I know who you're talking about <laughs> I've-, I've met yeah. a girl at Belmont who does that uh yeah pretty dope I didn't realize yeah. there was a huge market <laughs> but I guess every like I think her specifically it was like sorority girls was like huge yeah. marketing too and yeah. it's like there are tons of other types of people and other people that want these but like that was just a like she was specifically just like get your spring break filter yes exactly just like
1: you can because every every sorority i say every as a generalization there's some (laughs) lovely like not superficial at all women (laughs) in sororities that i respect but just with the generalization they need to look tan and they have a ton of disposable income right and they need to keep their instagram up to date so boom you have identified the perfect market for a preset
0: yeah and it's really not if you're going to spend 15 even more on like a preset it's like even let's say 50 bucks it's like in terms of you being a person who wants to look a certain aesthetic and you're spending money on clothes and you're spending money on this mm-hmm. net it's really not that much money to blow i mean yeah like, that's just a little is
1: 'Cause like or, if your Instagram's not cool, you aren't either. So
0: Yeah, and you can also use obviously. these pictures for like <laughs> Tinder or whatever, so it can yeah. change your whole game. You know Exactly.
1: Exactly. <laughs> it's an investment in yourself, truly.
0: Yeah, right. I, I always <laughs> just uh I always just edit on like Visco and stuff. Even like yeah. with my photography on when I'd be on tour, I would just edit on my phone. From what I could gather, it seemed that the what the learning curve and like what it would have taken to like become a real like photographer who like truly understood my camera and truly understood some sort of like adobe like photoshop mm-hmm. or something like i think i can see the value in it but it seems like i was getting a high enough percentage of that through just literally using visco and just yeah. like, taking pictures in a way i didn't really understand on my camera um to where like and i don't say this to gloat but like i was getting like Responses from like photography magazines and stuff being like, "Oh, these pictures are sick. Or, are these film pictures?" And I was like, uh, oh, no, "No, they're, they're just, just like
1: magazines." Just they, yeah, really right. wanted my my Visco photos. They said, <laughs> "Oh, a genius." <laughs> you
0: no, know, I I just felt like I was like, well, this must say something in the same way that uh <laughs> like uh that you can win a Grammy now apparently making an album in your bedroom. Like yeah. it's like <laughs> it's just. And I don't think it's that I cool. won a Grammy with my photography. I think my photography is not, I, I don't but I just mean, it's just interesting. It, it taught me, it made me feel validated that maybe I should just keep doing whatever feels right. Instead of yeah. like being so hard on myself and being like, Oh, like I don't have what it takes. Like I'm not, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm not a professional cause I can't use Photoshop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's So
1: it's so cool because with so many different art forms now, like the barrier to entry is getting so much lower. Cause like we all have like, decent cameras in our pockets all the time wow. anyway. We can all download Visco and like I I still use that for pretty much every picture that's on my Instagram. Yeah. Um like if I'm doing something for like a project, I'll use Photoshop, but like it's so much easier, quicker, delivers pretty much the same thing if you're just posting it on Instagram. Um and like with music, like you don't have to make as many big investments to like do that totally so yeah I think it's really cool i think that's one of the coolest that's one of the coolest things happening in all forms of art and media in this century
0: yeah right i think so too and it de- i mean in a sense it does make it the level the playing field is leveled in certain ways and then in other ways it's not it's really confusing i think it's going to take until you can look at it retrospectively yeah i fully understand what's going on but i do think that it is good that we all can now publish our art and create and really just like do it all on our own
1: yeah and it puts it puts the focus more on the creativity behind what you're making rather than the equipment that you made it on like yeah you can you can really focus on like what was this person thinking saying making instead of like oh was that like a canon like whatever I, I can't think of a model right now but <laughs> yeah, right. I can't right now. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah i honestly I think it's interesting that i feel like that when we were growing up like i think that was kind of why indie music was beginning to exist like i remember mm-hmm. the albums growing up listening to, like the shins or whatever it was that was popular yeah. like bell and sebastian all these like indie bands who were like making like, I remember lo-fi, I listen to a lot of people, oh, it's lo-fi, like, oh, it's just recorded on, like, one microphone. And it's, like, even then, people were kind of, like, we would prefer to make art over, like, it, like going to a studio. Like, we can't afford to make the yeah. kind of art that's, that's like, on pop radio, but we're just going to make our own thing. And that had created such a swelling subculture that it was becoming almost pop culture. And now yeah. it's the same way, but now we can just pretty much make the pop music like yeah it doesn't yeah. sound like indie anymore it doesn't have mm-hmm. to it's just like oh this is like I can't tell if this is Billie Eilish or if this is like you know my friend in a bedroom yeah it's just anyone and that's the thing and that's what I was referencing earlier like Billie Eilish made one bunch of Grammys and made mm-hmm. all that music in the bedroom so it's like I don't know yeah it's just yeah cool. <laughs> it's so cool yeah it, it's very encouraging and also I, I continue to learn a lot from our friends in future crib and like other friends who just like, like Kelsey and Bryce who's like working on.
1: Yeah.
0: Kelsey, you know, we were just talking on here a few days ago about
1: how we'd be a Kelsey episode.
0: Yeah. I talked to Kelsey a couple of days ago. Kelsey's working on some cool stuff as you probably know, apparently with like Bryce and Johnny, like, yes,
1: um, it's so good. Can confirm. So good.
0: Oh, you've heard it. Yes. (laughs) I'm jealous.
1: It's really good. I was just like, even just like being in the room while they're making it and like not knowing entirely what's going on, but kind of like keeping up for the most part, just be like the, the creativity in the room is crazy. Um, and like Evan too. Um, it's awesome. So cool.
0: Evan. Oh, Evan Ward.
1: Yes. Evan's recording stuff too. Oh, no way.
0: I've never heard Evan. I've never heard or met Evan. I don't think it's a real person.
1: He's real. I can yeah, can confirm Evan is well, a real person. I don't know. Tell, tell Evan
0: <laughs> tell Evan I have my suspicions. I actually really want okay. to meet Evan so bad.
1: He's super <laughs> cool. Sweet man.
0: Um yeah, he's sweet. Um yeah, everyone says he's the best. So I hope that gives yeah. one day. Um uh, so I'm curious, uh I guess with uh with like quarantines, in terms of like uh future ideas or projects, do you have any outside of like quarantine or whatever, like are, are you finding ways to, like, are you interested in continuing to make, like, zines or any type of, like, creative ideas like that? Or is it really just for you, just, like, whatever kind of fits the present moment? Because it sounds like that idea just kind of hit you while you're driving. So, it, it and, and with your interest in, like, photography, it, it seems like inspiration to you might just always come in different forms.
1: Yeah, you know? I've, I've also, like, I would love to make a zine again if, like, the right idea comes along. Um, but I'm just like waiting for that moment. I would love to like start a podcast if the right idea comes along. Yo. Like I've been, looking, I've been looking into that a little bit more. I would love to start a blog um, if I can find, cause I already have my website up and running. So I can just add another, What? like I can do it so easily.
0: What's your website? Katie <laughs> Okay. Are there no other Katie nippers? Why do you there, have the email and the website online? There are none. Not,
1: That's, not nipper with a,
0: why Where, a, why is, is is Nipper with a K a pretty rare name?
1: The story that my dad told me, Whoa.
0: which we
1: don't don't know how accurate it is, but like this is just the story I grew up with. Um so my dad's side of the family is like mostly German. And so they Whoa. were saying how um like the Nippers, just that big extended name would like go through Ellis Island or wherever. And just like say the name out loud and like whoever was writing it down would just spell it phonetically, just N-I-P-P-E-R. And apparently, I guess my family got the one person who was like, and how do you spell that? They were like, actually, there's a silent K at the beginning.
0: No way. So
1: that's a story I've always been told. I uh, don't know how much truth is behind that. <laughs> I actually don't know how German I am. Um, I feel like I'm mostly Italian and we'll see. Whoa,
0: that's crazy. <laughs> I mean that makes sense. It sounds like a logical uh explanation. Yeah,
1: it always like I was always like, yeah, that that checks out. Okay.
0: <laughs> I definitely don't think I know anyone else with the K. Yeah. Personally. Uh I'm on um, maybe I should check my Instagram. Um I also I'm on your website right now. Yeah, no, no, none with a K. Uh what else is going on here? So are these articles you've written?
1: Yeah, it's just like a big portfolio website where everything I have made, Whoa. or been a part of, just kind of lands. Um, I try to keep it as updated as I can, but. This is really cool. Thank you. Squarespace. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, Squarespace makes it so easy.
0: I think that's what I used to, yes, yes, Squarespace. Mm-hmm. It is just like, honestly, anything beyond that is like so overwhelming. I don't understand yeah. anything about coding, mm-hmm. or um, so it is really nice. This is cool, yeah. wow. You've got a ton of stuff on here.
1: Yeah, I've written a lot of things in the last three years. So it's, a lot of, it's all of my writing. It's um, all of the photos that I've taken, at least the good ones. Um, it's all of the videos that I have either filmed or been a part of. And I think Quarantimes has its own tab on there. So wow. Dude, this if you want to get going. to it, you can go there.
0: On your website at katienipur.com. Yeah, here it know. is, Corn Times. Yes. And you can click on this picture of
1: Kelsey Abbott. Um I actually haven't tested it on mobile, which I should probably do. Um <laughs> but you can there's, there should be a part where it says click here and then you can click there and then it'll take you cool. to like the blurb website, which is who I like published, I guess, it with. Yeah. They they do like the actual printing of it, but they also have the full preview of it online on their website so that's how
0: you get to that that is so cool and like I said I'll include that uh underneath if anybody wants to as they should check it out um I appreciate taking time to come (laughs) talk to me a little bit about it it's uh like I said I I just think it's a really cool idea and also I just I'm inspired by just you going out and making this zine it's like something that really I don't know like like kind of like what we were talking about like it's like a it's it's a cool, like, tangible piece of art, and, you know, yes. I, it's something that I've always thought about doing, like, making zines and stuff, but I never have done. Maybe I think I'm, like, intimidated by learning how to format or learning how to create it, and it's really yeah. cool to see you, like, turn around what you've learned through, like, journalism, and on top of that, and just creating, like, little things, like you said, that you've just been, like like, whether it's a recipe or a design or whatever, just, like, including that in it. Nice. Um, yeah,
1: even like I was getting pretty into painting um, at the time no that way. I was doing that. So there's like some of my like painting in there. I made like a collage for the centerfold. Um, so it was just it was literally just a place to put all the stuff that I was doing and all the stuff that everyone else was doing. Um, yeah. So yeah.
0: That's really cool. Um, I'm excited for I'm excited to get my physical copy, and I can't <laughs> wait to check out the uh, visual copy as well. Um, Thank you for coming and talking to me.
1: Thank you. Is
0: uh is there anyone else you think I should talk to?
1: Um anyone
0: else you think should come on the fun zone?
1: I think I think you should get in contact with Evan to prove he's a real person.
0: Evan Ward?
1: <laughs> Evan Ward. Yes. Okay. I'll,
0: I'll shoot him a message. I'll shoot him a message right now. Yeah. An- anyone else anyone else you've been around no. or been inspired by lately?
1: I think Hannah Hall just always, every time I see any photo that she's taken, I just get so excited. And she's also just the sweetest oh. human being to talk to. Um, yeah.
0: How do you know, was, how do you know Hannah?
1: Um, I think History just from going to shows. Yeah. yeah. And I just like met her and she's the coolest. That was, that was honestly the coolest part of working on um, the zine was just like talking in depth to these people who like I was friends with and, like, knew decently well, but then just have, like, get on a phone call and just be like, oh, I'm going to interview them, and then it'll be, like, a two-hour conversation about just, like, what are you up to? Like, how have yeah. you been? What's what's life like <laughs> for you right now? And just, you know, it was just, it was cool to get to know people, like, on that level that I kind of knew already, but just not that deep, so. Yeah,
0: it, it yeah. kind of reminds me, I mean, I feel the way about this show, too. It's just a good way to, like, get to talk to someone like you that I just, used- think are people that I think are really cool and I, I've always wanted Aww. to talk to you a little bit more and learn a little bit more about what I'm like, cool. like uh, oh yeah you're cool <laughs> oh everybody my god knows, everybody everybody knows that it's cool to be Katie Nipper we tried to make that <laughs> like a viral idea
1: yeah I, I almost you. forgot about that
0: what I am Katie Nipper yeah I don't even remember why but you just kept commenting that like a giant thread of people were just commenting that it was that. it was because
1: why. at the end of our interview. When I was trying to film my my little audios, I would just have to say, for VNN, I'm Katie Nipper. And every time they said, let's do it, the whole chorus of Space Prom joined in and said, I'm Katie Nipper.
0: That was when I thought we had gone That was too hilarious. Far. I remember the, the person on the camera was like, was like visibly like starting to fume a little bit. I was like, oh,
1: nah, we don't, we don't talk about him. He's
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. No, it was fun.
1: It was really fun. I've talked to like Abigail, who was also on that shoot, and she was like, that was the most fun that I've had, like on a shoot. So,
0: it almost so. have been like, where are we? Like, you thought you're gonna go yeah. to the, the east side, but you're like in the heart of Brentwood.
1: Yeah, just the like, hills. none of us had any cell service. We we're like, are we gonna die here?
0: <laughs> I thought the same thing no, when, we when I first showed up the first time. I was like, what on earth? Where is it? And you go up it's like, you turn I and you just go up this massive hill.
1: Trying to back down the hill i kind of did almost die i was just like so stressed trying to get out of that driveway um, <laughs> but i made it we're here
0: i'm glad you made it i'm glad we got to meet that day uh yeah it was a magical day for meeting bryce and also meeting me i gotta say i'm, yes. glad, I'm super glad that we've met and got to be around each other a little bit more and yeah. really become friends since then so i think that's awesome uh thank yeah thanks again for talking with me for cool. a little bit everybody uh purchase a copy. Times. follow katie on instagram and uh yeah i hope okay. to talk to you again soon hope to see you soon
1: yeah i'll see you around thanks for thanks for letting me on this is fun
0: cool it's <laughs> been super fun for me too thanks
1: yeah. okay peace okay. out bye
0: <laughs> bye